frequency, by the time you've got like 37 radioactive penguins, you've got a real fucking problem. You just can't keep them all in your garage, you know? They start eating all the asbestos. Well, see, and he, well, I, don't, I don't know. I, I guess I'm a little confused. What, at what point did you say, yeah, no, I need another radioactive penguin? You got to 36 and thought, nah, it's that last one. Well, shit, man. After you've got a dozen of them, you just stop counting, you know? You, you just keep piling them on. You keep throwing them into the time travel machine, which of course irradiates them and... Holy fuck. Are, are, we, are we recording? Brother, uh, my name is Christian. I'm yep. Uh, I'm the older of the brothers. Uh, I am Evan. I'm the younger of the two brothers. How much of that do you think they caught? Uh, I don't think. I fucking hope not. Uh, we can fix that in post, right? That's that. None of that's definitely going to be in the episode. We'll we'll edit okay. all that out. Yeah, 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 cut it, cut it down, cut it. Abs- down. Absolutely. Um. Anyway, yeah. Hey, welcome to our um comedy talk show. A random anecdote uh, podcast where we talk about uh, random bits of nonsense. Um, and aside from radioactive penguins, which you have no proof that we have ever mentioned anything of the sort about. Never mentioned. Um, I have something in particular that I would want to talk about, dear brother of mine. Oh, yes. I know you do. Lay it on me. So here we fucking go. Um, <laughs> KFC. Yes. Infinite wisdom. Is bringing back the double down. Bringing back the double down. Yes. <laughs> I really, I have to go to the board member. Like that. Grab him by the shoulders and go. Why? Why? Why are you doing this? Ah oh, man, society's on collapse, and they're just like, fuck it, bro. Just throw a hunk of meat at him. Twenty-four-seven purge. We don't care anymore. <laughs> right. Exactly. Here's two pieces of chicken and bacon. Fuck you. There's a sauce. There's also a sauce. sauce. That really just brings the double down together. It's like the glue that holds the chicken together. <laughs> it almost certainly actually is kind of like a glue. <laughs> oh. Society builds us up these great monuments. And KFC just tears it down with a double down. Uh, just bombing the fucking uh, foundations of all civilized nations uh, with chicken. With th- th- two patties of chicken. Fantastic. Why? Why, God? Are you there, God? It's me, Evan. You'll let it happen again! You'll let it happen again! <laughs> See, I feel like mine would be more like, Are you there, God? It's me, your boy. What the fuck, bro? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, see, part of me is like, hey, man, maybe I'll go eat this terrible hunk of meat again. But, like, I've been trying to eat better and eat less, like, anything like that. <laughs> Please, as your brother, I care about you. Right. I want you to know this. Do not go and do this terrible thing. I won't. I won't. Like, when I saw it was coming back, I was like, do I dare again? And I was like... Nah, man, like, it was, like, I enjoyed it, but, like, that was years ago. It was still tough to get through, because it's like, there should be bread here. <laughs> or maybe a vegetable or two. <laughs> no! All meat and sauce! What are you not getting? Uh, yeah, KFC looked at the human heart and decided they hated it. <laughs> <laughs> the colonel looked at it and said, I know an enemy when I see one. <laughs> I, I don't know what's worse. That someone had to think this thing up 
and they, they, they probably like popped their head into like the executive's boardroom, which is like, hey, uh, real quick, I had an idea, two pieces of chicken, bacon, sauce, we all good with that. The fucking executive, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Well, you see, so, I, I think it might actually be an easier sell to KFC now that I think about it. Like, their, their fucking main thing is chicken, man. You don't have a fucking, you eat that with your hands. You know, you put your hands on the chicken. So, like, to them, I bet this made a whole fuck ton of sense. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, you eat chicken with your hands. You don't need bread for that shit. You just grab the chicken. And shove it into your mouth. You do it with uh, a leg of chicken. You do it with a chicken tender, a chicken nugget, whether it have bone or not. So, yeah, to them, this probably seemed very simple. But it's like, they just deconstructed the chicken sandwich. Like, no, man, this was a sandwich, and now it's not. I mean, they're still calling it a sandwich. It's you the- can't it's not a sandwich. It is, I, I, I'm, gonna, we're gonna, I'm dying on this hill. It is not a sandwich. I don't care what any of you people <laughs> tell me or say to me. It's not a fucking sandwich. There's no bread. It's bread in, but that's not it. That ain't it, Chief. <laughs> but bread is in the word breading, so yeah, there you go. There's breadish in this. <laughs> right? You can, you can make something of that. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it, uh, it reminds me because like I saw something online where Taco Bell is also bringing back their volcano menu. Are you familiar with that thing? See, I am not familiar with this, then. Educate me, please. It's just a, a few items. They have, like, a volcano taco. I'm pretty sure it's mostly a sauce, but they might have a flavored shell to it. I don't know. It's been a while. But they have, like, volcano taco, volcano nachos, just a few, like, volcano-flavored things. And it's supposed to be basically extra spicy, you know, hence the volcano name. But, sure. like, it just got me to thinking, like, you know, KFC's bringing back the Double Down. They're bringing back uh, the volcano menu. And for uh, uh, reference, like, those are owned by the same, like, major corporation, KFC and Taco Bell. Uh, also, sure. also A&W and one of the pizza places. Pizza Hut, maybe? Yeah, Pizza Hut. I think it's Pizza Hut because they all had a, a, a revolution, and that's how you can tell like that one person is making up those things. Like, we have the taco revolution and the Pizzone revolution. Pizzone, <laughs> god damn it. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about that. Yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but <Dark> days. <laughs> Yeah, well, it seemed decent at the time because I love a calzone. I was like, "Oh, nice delivery calzones," and then you know, it it wasn't. <laughs> of course, it wasn't. <laughs> but uh, uh, so so they're bringing back uh, the volcano menu. So like, it just makes me think, uh, you know, that it's just like that season. Like it's spring, people are starting to get out more, and it's time to make them come to our fast food places. Like, like that's just like on the hook. Like, come on, we got the volcano menu. Zzz, we've got the double down. Oh, we got one! We got them! They're coming in! They couldn't resist the fucking slop of meat that we threw in their hands, dripping with sauce and bacon! Or this volcano shit, you know? The, the extra spicy people are like, I need my butthole to burn, please! Oh, it, it, it does that regardless. I don't care how extra spicy you make it. Taco Bell! I'm sorry, no matter what Taco Bell does, you have, like, seven ingredients. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if you try to market or advertise towards me? I'm like, it's the same seven things, just just arranged differently, or maybe like, oh, it's extra spicy now. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't care. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's the Jim Gaffigan thing, like tortilla with meat, cheese, and vegetable. <laughs> like, yeah, we we have like two or three different types of tortilla, uh, a couple crunchy things, you know, folded or not. They can be flat or they can be folded. And then, uh, yeah, like five or six ingredients, which can go on. Do, do you want beef or chicken? We have steak. I would not eat the Taco Bell steak, but they I have it. I would not eat that. Yeah. I worked at Taco Bell. Like, I used to eat the steak before I worked there. And then I was like, oh, this is, nope. <laughs> <laughs> this is not it, chief. 
<laughs> I'm sorry if I'm I, like, oh yes, yeah, like I'm I'm going to talk about. I'm going to get something fancy. I'm going to get me some steak. Really, really, really <laughs> pin it at the top of the table there. Mm. Right, yeah. Oh man. Yeah, but yeah. So I I think it's just you know part of their their uh, their their advertising thing, part of their marketing thing. Like it's the season; it's supposed to be getting warmer here in Indiana. It can't decide because we are the home of the bipolar weather condition. But uh, yeah, but in most places it's starting to get warmer, so people are starting to get out. So they want to draw them in. So it's it's just it's another marketing thing to sell things. And yeah, I don't know why this fucking hunk of meat sells, but it does. Oh God! I I, I somebody yeah so, somebody wants to know what's like, that if it if it does do well mm-hmm. like does like does they, like is this one really the winner that KFC has that like they put it out and sales numbers just inflate because people are getting these two hunks of meat with strips of meat in between and a little bit of sauce glue holding that motherfucker together. <laughs> well, it it's got to be doing something because they brought it back, so it's it's offering some bump clearly. Uh, but I think like what they do mostly is they let it go away and then they build it up in nostalgia because like our memories can be kind of bad to us. Like, <laughs> like they, they will shine shit. Okay. Like they, they will definitely put a sparkle and a luster on things that do not deserve them. Like, and they will take things that have a sparkle and a luster and crank it up to 11. So that's the thing. It's like, I'm remembering eating that sandwich and like, it's like, I think I'm remembering it better than it happened, you know? Like, like I do remember thinking, like, oh, this isn't bad, but I also do remember being like, I'm having trouble finishing this. So, <laughs> I, I, I think I think the companies work on that uh, that that notion and that idea that, like, we kind of remember having a good time with this, but, like, they're going to play it up. Like, you had a great time with this. Like, did I? Maybe I did. Fuck, I don't know. And then you go to try it again, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not having a great time. I'm having a mildly okay time at fucking best. And now, after ten minutes, I'm having a bad time! Why is all this chicken and sauce still here? What am I doing with my life? God, please forgive me! You know, that kind of stuff. Normal fast food eating stuff. Oh, no, that's just the universal fast food experience. You know who I've never had a good time with? Regard, like no matter like no matter how much the commercials try to make it seem like you have a good time with them, is that? Pizza Hut. Yeah. Like I used to... their slogan is nobody out a pizzas pizza's the, the hut. hut, and I'm like, everybody is out pizzaing you right now, my dude. Right? I don't know how to tell you that. Right. You are doing bad when Little Caesars is out pizzaing you. Oh God, Little Caesars. Little Caesars took uh, Pizza Hut's uh, deal with the NFL, so they they straight up out. Oh pe- no. They straight up out pizza the hut. Sorry, pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're doing bad. But see, that's the thing. When I was a kid, like long before you existed, when I was a single digit little squirt man, Pizza Hut was the jam. Okay, we went there. They had those like sit down arcade machines, you know, that's just flat, and like you and your sibling can sit across from it and play Galaga or whatever. And yeah, fuck, of course. Yeah, and like they had the little personal pan pizzas that if you read enough books, they'd give you a free one. Uh, and they had like a salad bar and for a while they had like you know a, an all you can eat pizza buffet ah oh, yeah no pizza hut was fucking it man like in the in the late 80s and ni- early 90s pizza hut was the fucking jam and then like everybody they just I, that's the thing sometimes you peak and you're like well i'm the best now and you stop trying to like be great and improve and i feel like that's what happened to them like a lot of people do that they hit a peak and they just think that they're unfuckwittable and it's like you are still fuckwittable 
and you still <laughs> and you still gotta fuck with it, you know? Oh man, yeah. And maybe so, the, and maybe um, they put too much into that Pizone revolution. It didn't didn't work out for them. Yeah, that didn't, <laughs> that didn't that didn't that one didn't uh, didn't stick. All right. You know what they should do? They should bring back that shit about reading and fucking uh, giving out pizza. I mean, you I, you could probably do it with like digital shit too. You know, like you you don't have to read you know like actual books, just like x amount of pages, even on like a Kindle or whatever. Just fucking read, kids. <laughs> Please read. We need to bring back Reading Rainbow too. Yeah, hell yeah, we do. Fuck, we need to bring back Reading Rainbow. Love that shit. Shit, yeah, man. Fucking uh, oh God, what's what's the dude? I just want to keep calling him Jordy LaForge. LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton, thank you. Uh, but yeah, no, he was great. And I know they did like a, a crowdfundme to bring back Reading Rainbow, so I don't know whatever became of that. Like, I'll have to look into it. Uh, because, like, I remember, like, watching the video, like, they went live and they were, like, doing a thing. Like, okay, we're going live, you know, and there's LeVar Burton. And it takes all of two minutes and they hit their goal of, like, a million dollars or something ridiculous. You know, people were at the ready like i cannot wait to donate to reading and he's like he's crying he's like oh my god oh my god we hit, we hit our goal already it's something like that I, i'm probably misremembering the fuck out of that so that's how bad my memory is i will i have i have a terrible memory in general and then the the marijuana might not be helping i don't know <laughs> who knows at this point right right is it just natural memory loss or am i like helping it along could be anything <laughs> Oh man! All right, <laughs> I, okay. I, I have ragged on on KFC for long enough. Now. <laughs> Please take me off of this. Okay. Yeah, I, otherwise, it'll just research and I'll get back right. on it. Well, uh, recently I just took a trip to Florida uh, over last weekend. My girlfriend and I flew on my favorite airline. Do you know what my favorite airline is? I don't think I know this. No, it's Spirit. Spirit Airlines. Spirit. Yeah, no, because. Who doesn't love just, like, the worst possible fucking experience flying? Like, who doesn't, you know, love a cramped seat and, like, shaking on the plane and, like, is, is it supposed to make that fucking noise? And just charging for everything and, ah, uh, yeah, just terrible, terrible service all around. And this trip was was no different, I want you to know. Like, they, they stayed true to their values of just giving me the absolute fucking worst. See, other airlines lie to you. Okay, they fucking lie to you. They say they're going to give you the best service, but like Spirit makes no such promises. They're like, "Hey, it's a plane." Kinda. It'll get there, maybe. We hope. We don't know. Yeah, no, that and they own that shit. No, no there's no bullshit there, all right? They don't put on the airs. You got to respect that. At least they're on. They are. Yeah. Honest. They're up front. Yeah. The Spirit like, "Hey, like we 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 have the spirit that we might make it." <laughs> in our in our in our giant piss-colored fucking airplanes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so first and foremost, uh, our our flight was supposed to leave at 9.45 on Friday, 9.45 a.m. And like my girl went to check in for that and our flight had been canceled and she had booked through some um, travel agency. So first she tries to call Spirit and they're like, you need to book through a travel agency. You got to fuck around with them. Like We're out of this. Like, hey, thanks, Spirit. Gotta love it. And the travel agency was just kind of like, huh, what? We, we don't know what's going on. And eventually, of course, she like was like, no, you need to get me on another fucking flight, you know? <laughs> and they they did. They got us on a flight for, um, I think it was at, yeah, it was 2.30 that day, which I was thankful for because I had been working two jobs and not getting a whole lot of fucking sleep. So I needed those extra five hours. <laughs> so that part actually worked out in my favor, but still. So then we... Uh, Get to the airport. We do all that. Uh, I do like that the security at Indiana 
Indianapolis is generally pretty quick. I, I have very few problems there, and I feel like I get through like 10 minutes flat. That's always good. Yeah. That's always possible. Uh, other airports can be a shit show. Like, Orlando was kind of a mess, but we'll cross that bridge. All right, so, yeah, so uh, we get through the security and all that, and uh, we get to our gate. We're waiting at our gate, and uh, boarding is supposed to start, and uh, that time comes and goes, and then it's five minutes later, and then it's 10 minutes later, and then it's 15, and then it's 20 minutes. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, our flight is supposed to be leaving in, like, you know, like, 15 minutes. We're not even boarding yet. <clears throat> so it turns out, though, the plane is fine, but the walkway from the airport to the plane is fucking up and will not, like, connect or open or some shit. So eventually they're like, hey, we're just going to move the plane to this gate down here. Everything's fine. We're going to move it. As soon as it's connected, we're boarding, you know, zone one. Yeah. And so we get over there and everybody's rushing. It's a whole cluster. So everybody's, you know, kind of anxious because it's already fucking late. And we're going to get on. And with our spirit tickets, you can only have one personal item, you know, like carry ons and check bags cost too fucking much, you know, because that's where they get you is like all their extra fees. Like the ch- the flight is cheap, but like if you want anything, it costs. Like I'm lucky they don't charge to use the fucking bathroom. I'm sure it's coming, though. <laughs> They're going to have a standing room only fucking airplane. Like, hey, man, you want a seat? That's 50 bucks extra. <laughs> we'll just strap you to the wall. Good luck. You go down with uh, you get down to like a storage bin. That's like like, like with the luggage storage. You just camp out in there, right? With all Time the pets, with all the pets and whatnot. <laughs> but um, so we've only got the one personal item. Normally, I don't have a problem with this. It would be a weekend trip. I can pack very light. But I've got uh, sleep apnea, and I've recently started using a CPAP machine, and I really yeah. need it to get a decent night's sleep. So I had to pack it in my bag, and it's big and awkward. So it takes up a lot of space. So I'm kind of like, Ugh, am I going to have enough space? to uh like fit this thing and i checked it and it did but like i don't know they, it was it was tight and i didn't know if they were going to be dicks about it and so we're trying to like kind of like sneak past and not let anybody see my bag but then uh like one lady's like uh hey you're gonna need to check it like right when we get to the door and uh i'm like looking around and there's like a huge fucking mass of people you know because they're all trying to rush to get in that i can't push through to get to the bag measurement thing, or I can walk behind the desk, which I know will cause like a whole fiasco, you know, for security reasons. I was like, well, fuck, what am I supposed to do? And suddenly like three ladies like walk off the walkway to the plane and some of the gate attendants like start yelling. I'm like, whoa, you can't walk off that after you've already gone on. What are you doing? Whoa, no, you can't do that. And the ladies are like, they told us to walk off. And like, who? That guy. They said our seats are broken. And they all start having like a little like cluster right there. And like, I'm looking at my girl and she's looking at me and she looks at the walkway and I just, walk on the plane why not when opportunity presents itself yep I, take it and my bag slid right under the seat so there was no issue so it, yeah and when i came back from orlando they didn't even ask to measure my bag they saw it and they were just like whatever get on the plane <laughs> so it, it was not an issue but sometimes people want to make it an issue and i i did not i was already like annoyed so i was like i just want to get on this fucking plane <sighs> so we get there and uh <laughs> Uh, we get picked up. We have a great time. Uh, Universal's a whole lot of fun. Uh, I had an edible and rode the Velocicoaster, which was fucking amazing. Holy shit, dude. Highly recommend it. Uh, I didn't get a lot of time to visit the Simpsons part, which, which was sad to me. That was something I really wanted to do. But we saved it for the end on our last day. But because it's not like a super popular place, they close it down kind of early. Damn. Yeah, so missed out on that, but whatever. Uh, had a great time. Got to see... Like a whole bunch of stuff. Like I said, the Velocicoaster was dope. There's a whole bunch of Harry Potter stuff and 
I know J.K. Rowling is super fucking problematic. Terrible, but, terrible person. Yeah. But the person who planned the whole trip, they were super excited about it, so I wasn't trying to, like, rain on their parade. Like, okay, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's always the thing, isn't it? Right, like, you found these, like, cheap tickets in this Airbnb for us to stay at, and, like, you want to do the whole thing. Like, okay, like, I'm, now's not the time to die on my hills, I guess. Time <laughs> <laughs> in place, time in place, time in place. Right, yeah. But uh, they had some great rides, so. But, yeah, so I had a great time there. And then it's, uh, it's time to leave, and, uh, we get to the airport on Monday morning, and uh, we go through security, and we're sitting at the gate, and we're sitting at the gate, and we're sitting at the gate, and suddenly they cancel our flight. Like, while we're sitting at the gate, like, ten minutes ten minutes before we're, like, supposed to start to board, they cancel our flight, like, while we're sitting at the gate. And they're like, yeah, man, sorry, I can't do it due to, a, due to weather or something, or something, air traffic control is not letting it go. And so it gets canceled, and they're like, you got to go down to this desk, like, on this level to get help. And so we go down to that level, and there's, like, only two people working, and they've canceled, like, a whole bunch of flights. And that line is, like, around their whole little fucking zigzag thing, and outside, and around, and it's stupid long. And I was like, that is, like, a five-hour line. Holy shit. Yeah, no, it was slow going because everybody's mad, and everybody needs to get their flight rescheduled, and there's only limited space. But hilariously, luckily, since we had booked through that travel agency, we were able to call them, I think, and we were able to just get rebooked on a flight the next day. Like, real quick, did not have to stand in line. But, of course, Spirit being Spirit, this wasn't like Spirit helping us out. This was Spirit sticking to their guns and being that terrible airline. And, like, looking into the face of horribleness and saying, we could help, but we're not gonna. We're not gonna do it, okay? We are going to make this fucking difficult. (laughs) <laughs> and you got to respect it. You got to. You got to respect them just sticking to that uh, oath and that that whole belief in just being the fucking worst. You know what? They, ha- they have their they have their craft. They, they have do. their craft and they have stuck with it every step of the way just to make sure they are the worst. The they, absolute. They are the, they are the best of the worst. And God damn it, they're not going to hold that title that they have. Right. Southwest. Southwest was going for them. They were trying. But Spirit wasn't going to let them fucking come for them easy. Uh, so yeah, so so the saga continues because because uh, no no so we we didn't even have to do the line we we got booked for the next day and because it was less than twenty four hours away we were like able to like check in like right then so we're ready to like go the next day but we have to book a hotel now so my girl finds a hotel and she books it for us and they've got a shuttle so they send the shuttle to come pick us up we go to the hotel and we're trying to check in and they're like. You don't have a you don't have a room tonight. Like what? I just made the reservation. I've, I've I the money has been withdrawn from my account. I do have a a room, and it turns out in her half asleep, uh, like annoyed brain, she had booked the hotel for next month instead of for that night. Well, <laughs> so she, she's got to call it up and try to get it canceled, and the people are like. Well, like, the hotel can charge you a cancellation fee, but the lady at the front desk was real nice, like, we're not going to charge you the fee. So we were able to get it canceled, and she's like, I can get you a room tonight, but it's going to cost, like, like, like two, twice as much at least. And it's like, no. Like, I found another room, like, at a La Quinta, which was, like, a little bit down the street. <laughs> and so we're like, can the shuttle take us to La Quinta? Like, yeah, but he's out right now, and he won't be back for, like, a half an hour. And uh, we called the La Quinta and tried to get them to come get us. And they're like, we're not coming to pick you up from another hotel. We come to pick up from the airport. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, thanks, <laughs> thanks, La Quinta. 
<laughs> but like eventually I was like, well, it's just like right over there, right? I'm walking. I'm just I'm just going. I want to get to this hotel. So we get to the we get to the hotel. We get checked in. It's been like a long weekend. I've had like very little sleep. I've been working two jobs. I've just been running, running, running. I haven't been able to get a whole lot of sleep. Then we were like, you know, doing the theme parks. And not sleeping a whole lot there either because, like, we got to get the most out of the fucking day. And so we get into the room and, like, I just get into the bed. I'm like, I'm done. Good night. And I just crashed <laughs> for, like, five hours. Like, pfft. I am dead to the fucking world. And we got up and had dinner. And uh, I think the next the next flight went pretty okay. We were able to get through security mostly okay. I don't think there were any major hiccups on, the, on that one. I think we were able to just get on the plane and get there and everything was fine. So a, uh, a smooth end, which uh, which doesn't bode well for spirit. Like, hey, man, how come you didn't fuck with me? But you fucked with me enough on the rest of it to kind of even it out. But still, you might be slipping on that on that little bit there. But man, uh, what an adventure. What an adventure. What and, a and, time to be alive. And then, of course, I went home. Uh, I think I was able to go home and nap for like two hours. And then I had to go to work. Outstanding. Yep. And then I worked for like three days and uh, then I've been enjoying the weekend and then it was today. And now we're here and now it's present time and now I don't know what happens next. <laughs> right. <clears throat> now I have told my anecdotes about my crazy trip to Florida and spirit, always the worst. <laughs> spirit, we're just the worst and we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you say you had something else you wanted to talk about? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got something. Okay. So. About, about to hit you with this. So, okay. uh, so my SO uh, and I, uh, just ah, yesterday, yes. as it were, um, we watched a particular movie. Okay. And it's one that I have some thoughts that I would like to share. Okay. Um, it is Puss in Boots 2, The Last Wish. Okay. The Last now, Wish. Have there been other wishes? Apparently. Oh, okay. Apparently. Okay. We don't, yeah, get, I, we, we don't get any knowledge on those previous wishes? No, just just this one from a star that fell into the earth, and it grants oh. a wish. Okay then. Okay then. Yeah. No, it's 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 pretty neat, pretty cool in concept. Um, so I saw you know I saw a lot of trailers, like first you know being advertised was coming out, and you know I I sat there, I rolled my eyes. Right. Of course. Uh, like how many on. Puss in Boots movies is this? Uh, this is the this is just the second Puss in Boots movie, but oh, it's like the Shrekiverse. Right. Yeah. This um, is like if you will six. Because like Six, four, yes, that sounds right. Four Shrek movies, right? <laughs> four mainline Shrek movies, but a few spinoffs here and there. And two um, Puss in Boots movies, and then two Puss in Boots movies. Also, they're making Shrek Five. I I need to claim that right now. Oh my god! Only a little bit sad about it. Actually, extremely sad about it. Regardless, so I I I saw everything for this movie. Mm-hmm. Whatever, who gives a shit? It's gonna be another crappy movie, you know that. You know, dart farts around. Maybe I can watch it and make fun of it. You know, do it for a riff night or whatever. Right. Uh, the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. People start talking about it. Mm-hmm. And they're saying it's good. Right. Like, exceptionally good. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. Right, yeah. Like, like it's just not happening. Mm-hmm. Well, my SO is like, hey, you know, um, they work at a library. And they were like, hey, I, you know, I can, I, I'll rent it bring it down and you know we'll watch it together and i was like you know what sounds great let's 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 see what the home drum is about uh-huh brother of mine it is really 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 good 
Really? Like, 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 so good uh-huh. to the point where I have trouble believing it is the follow-up to a movie where the main Dumpty as the main villain of the first movie, and this one is phenomenal. Wait, I'm sorry, I never saw the first Puss in Boots movie. Humpty Dumpty was the villain. The main villain, yeah. Holy shit, that's. <laughs> Man, they were scraping the barrel for fucking villains there, weren't they? They really were. But in this one, do you know who one of the... There are two main villains. Okay. Do you know who one of the main villains is? Who is it? Death. Okay, that's a that's a pretty serious fucking villain there. And like, to, to quote the movie itself, to like try and do my best, and I don't mean that figuratively, metaphorically, rhetorically, or any other fancy way of putting it, I am death straight up. <laughs> <laughs> I am Phenomenal. watching this movie in just like disbelief. Just, just it's it's so it's it's tough to even explain. It's really good. Well, like holy shit. Well, that's a that's a pretty solid like starter main villain there. Yeah, it really is. And the other villain, uh, also phenomenal, is uh, Jack Horner from the nursery rhyme. Well, Jack Horner sat in a corner. Yeah, um, you know, um, eating a some uh, a, a horner pie. Right. Yeah, he stuck in his thumb. thumb pulled and, out, he stuck in his thumb, thumb and pulled, pulled out, out a plum. Said, yep, "Gee, what a good." What it... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's him. Here's the thing. <laughs> okay. You know, here and here's the thing uh-huh. that I, I, I want to say about this. He is such a great villain. Yeah. Because he is literally just an irredeemable monster from beginning to end. Well, you do love to see it. At, like, at no point do they ever try to make him good or likable or redeemable. He is just a piece of shit start to finish. You do love it. I do love it because they do try to do that, you know, humanize the villain. You get, they get Lokiized or whatever, you know. It's nice just to have somebody who's just, you know, evil for the sake of evil. You miss it sometimes, you know. Just like, yeah. you know, like... Hey, I don't mind, like, a gray villain. You know, somebody's like, oh, well, you know, they're kind of right. But I also just love somebody, like, just in the black hat. Like, no, 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 no. This is, this is who I am. I, I do the bad things. I love it. Yeah. No, Jiminy Cricket shows up, like, at a certain <laughs> point and starts, like, talking to him and is, like, like you know, trying to be his conscience of, like, I, I, I really don't know if there's anything for you, you know? Like, why don't you tell me about your childhood? And he's like, oh, I had a tough childhood, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I had a, what all I had was loving parents and a fortune to inherit, a factory that would continue to produce product for me forever. I had basically nothing. <laughs> so he's a spoiled brat I, who turned evil. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> and all I want for my wish is to have all the magic in the world, all for me. Is that really so much to ask? Yes, yes, that that's a, quite a lot. Uh, what? Uh... And then, uh, so then, like, the rest of the characters are, like, awesome and, and uh, like, fleshed out and all that good stuff? Yeah. No, it's really Goldilocks and the three bears are there. And okay. they actually have a pretty decent, like, you know, like, a, I guess a B story, if you want to call right, it. Right, yeah. It's, kind of, it's, it's, it's a, a subplot. Story, but it's good. Hell it's yeah. really good. Right. It's, like, it's well animated. It's well mm-hmm. acted. Like, the script is really solid. Like, is it, again, is it, is it, is it finished. Is it still Antonio Banderas? It is, yeah. Uh, who are some of the other people in it? Like, who does death? Uh, oh, gosh, hang on. I got to look this up now. Um, Do you know? Hayek does a voice in um She's the voice of the female cat, Kitty Softpaws. Um, and she's called that because she's been, de- uh, because she's been declawed. Oh, oof. 
That sucks. Yeah. Um, uh, hang on. Let's see. Uh, okay, here we go. Cast. Yeah. Um, oh, Florence Pugh. Is that how you say her last name? Yeah, Pugh. Pew pew. Yeah, Florence. Florence Pugh was Goldilocks. Okay. Yeah. She's uh, she's been um, doing a lot lately. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> John Mulaney was Jack Horner. Okay. Which, yeah. Yeah. No. That I can definitely see him doing that voice. Which. My God, he was just having the time of his life. You can tell. Right, absolutely. Yeah, some some people when they're doing their voices, you can tell that they're like flailing their arms about, like in the in the studio and stuff. And some people you can you know are just sitting there sipping their tea. <laughs> uh, oh, it's got. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's got uh, Harvey. I'm not sure how to say his last name. Gillen. Uh, Gillen. He's uh, he's from uh, What We Do in the Shadows, and I love that show. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Have you ever watched What We Do in the Shadows? See, I have not actually. Hilarious. Fucking love it. Like, I won't tell you to watch it because there's so much shit to watch. I'm sure you're watching good television. I'm sure you have shit to recommend to me. But, like, it's one of the things that I enjoy. And so if you ever feel the need, like, it's a funny show about a documentary about vampires. They made a, It's a, based on a movie that uh, I believe uh, was done by Taika Waititi and uh, Jermaine Clement, maybe? The dude from Flight of the Concords. Flight of the Concords. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's hilarious. It's like a doc- mockumentary style, you know, where they're just going about their their lives and shit, and it's hilarious. They're fucking. Uh, I think the best way I just saw it described is like, uh, oh yeah, all vampires—they're bisexual idiots. <laughs> and uh, Harvey uh, Gillian, I, I guess, uh, he plays uh, one of the vampires' familiars. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. But yeah, no, uh, it's it's a hilarious show. I fucking love it. So so that uh, that uh, appeals to me. But yeah, no, that's a, that's a, that's that's crazy to me that, uh, yeah, sometimes, yeah, I, sometimes six into the series and they've still got the magic. Somehow, I don't even think the, I don't think Hot Take, the Shrek movies have not been good since two. Two was the last one that I was like, okay, yeah, this is. I'm not sure I ever actually four. saw four. Uh, it, it, it's not good, mm-hmm. like at all. Yeah. I will actually say in a very small amount of defense for Shrek four, it is marginally better than three. Well, okay. I three do is re- the worst. Yeah, I do remember not liking three. Like, uh, this was mm, no. It was three was a rough one. Four is marginally better, but not enough to make it, you know, good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Basically, but yeah, no, it's it is amazing. I mean, like it's and it's one. It's obviously still like eight before you know kids, but you can still get there's a still there's a ton to get out of it, even if you're not. So. Mm-hmm. So it's I I want to say I I will give it like a solid solid eight out of ten. Hell yeah, hell yeah, that's a pretty good fucking rating. So like it is it is a damn damn good movie. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, if if I need something to watch, I, I will consider Puss in Boots: The Last Wish. <laughs> give it a watch. All right, on. I uh, I've still been meaning to go see the new fucking Ant Man and Wasp movie. I just like haven't really found the motivation, you know. Like, I guess I'm. I hear a lot about Marvel fatigue, and it's like, yeah, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, I. That's 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 one of those ones where I'm like, I I think. God, do I really want to go and see it? Yeah. And I, I, I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe not. Maybe it's time for me to hang up the old hat, as mm-hmm. it were. I've been meaning to re to watch uh, Scream Five since Scream Six came out, and I'm just such a glutton for punishment when it comes to horror movies. But I di- I didn't mind Scream Four. I thought it was definitely better than Scream Three. Well, it's I don't, okay. <laughs> let, 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 let me let me hit you with this. Okay. Um, 
correct me if I'm wrong, maybe my memory has gotten this bad. What's the original Scream, you know, meant to be a parody of, or like a satire parody, like a satire of movies, like as a whole tropes? Sort of-ish. It was meant to be like, kind of like a meta look at it more, I feel like. Like, because, you know, the tropes had been going on for so long that he wanted to try to do something new, like, within the tropes. Like, the tropes all still happen, you know? But they try to, like, I don't know, make it their own, you know? Like, yeah, the killer still pops up, but we just gun him down instead of, like, him getting the chance to kill a thing, you know? Like, that's it turning on his head. And, like, who's the killer? Well, instead of, like, one killer, we surprised you with two. Like, that was, like, unexpected at the time. Like... They, they did, like, a lot, a lot of the, you know, the tropes. The girl runs upstairs. Well, why the hell did she run upstairs? Well, because, like, the door was locked and she couldn't get it open fast enough. Like, we literally, like, what do they call it? Hanging a lantern or hanging a lampshade. It's some sort of shit where you, like... Lampshading, yeah. Where you acknowledge it. So, but, yeah. And in doing so, they were able to create something iconic, you know? By, like, just acknowledging... Yeah, by acknowledging all the scary movies. I remember, like, when it first came out, I wasn't sure it was gonna, you know, like... Like, when they were first talking about, like, oh, this is the new one, you know, for a new generation. I was like oh, well, you're trying too hard to be a thing. Like, I'm not sure you'll be able to be the thing, but man, they're the thing. Like, they, they created an iconic fucking series here. Like, we're on Scream 6, and people are still just, like, as excited for it and shit, you know? And a lot of the original cast keep coming back. Well, I know, like, only one now, I think, but still. Like, Cox, right? Yeah. But either way, so, like, it, it did, in fact, become an iconic thing. Ghostface is up there in the fucking, uh, the pantheon of famous movie slashers and good for them I man mean, i mean sure i guess my thought on it is like uh at, like at what point do you become the thing that you were like you know like pointing out like you've pointed out all these things you know at what point have you just become that now you like you see only yeah shit. yeah well see that's the thing i feel like for the first three movies they like went heavy into that like whole meta thing which is why i feel like the first two work because they do like here's what happens in a, a a movie you know and here's what happens in a sequel and so we like do all those things, we name all them off, and then we we still rock them. They tried to do it for the third one, and man, it did not really work, I don't think, you know? And I feel like that's when, like, that third one, I feel like, fell, you know? Because there was, like, a, there was, like, a a ten-year lull between movies after that. Like, that third one kind of, like, I think everybody felt that way, you know, they, they were, they were trying to still lean into like the, the movie things and they did that in the fourth one, you know, like, well, these are the rules of the, the reboot or the remake or this, that, and the other, you know, Sure. and still they were able to make commentary on all those. I felt like in a decent way and now it's been 10 years again. So we'll see what kind of commentary they're making on movies now. And I think, I think it's always been trying to ride the line of, making the commentary while also being the thing, not like trying to become the thing. It wanted to always be the thing too. It wanted to be both, you know, it wanted to say, I can do these things. I can like make the commentary while making a great movie, which is why I feel like they make the movie inside the movie, you know, which, which becomes insanely meta there for a while. Like the, the beginning of four is so like deeply meta. Like it, it almost took me out of the movie, but the movie itself was able to like snap me back. Sure. But I don't know. That, that I guess that's how I feel about it. They're they're trying their best to be both the best of both worlds, like biting commentary on what horror movies have always been and the tropes they always follow, while following those tropes in a way that is unexpected. Sure, sure. No, I get you. And no. yeah, I, I don't know. And I don't know. Like I said, I kind of stopped watching after two. Honestly, like I, people <laughs> have said fair. three is good. I'm like, yeah, I'm I sure it is. But I don't. I don't think three is good. I think three is bad. Oh wow. Yeah, I think I think Scream Three is bad. I thought Scream Two was all right. 
Uh, and I thought four was uh, was decent. I don't know. Like I recently watched three, and I was like, I don't know. I thought this one was pretty bad. That's my opinion. Uh, I, I find that sometimes I butt heads with people on horror opinions, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, anyway, way she goes. Uh, and we're here hitting uh, towards the close of the end, so we should probably start wrapping it up because uh, we're getting to I'm a point. Stealing. We're getting to a point uh, in our podcast where I'm going to have to start paying for storage. Oh <laughs> uh, damn it! Yeah. Well, hey man. Uh, it'll only cost me like I think a few bucks a month to start off with, so no big deal. Uh, I've I've already ended some other subscriptions that I've been meaning to, so hey, now I have extra funds. Yeah, plus, no, look at that. Plus, I started a second job as a poker dealer. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's riveting. Indeed, I'm having a good time with it. They're just doing training right now, ma- mainly the mechanics, but my shuffle and my uh, my pitch is a uh, pretty good, and uh, so they're teaching me, you know, all the game mechanics, who wins, yada yada yada. But yeah, uh, I think I'll be able to make a decent uh, little part-time living out of it. Should be fun. But either way, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, wrap it up. So first on the list, we have uh, Elon Disses. Uh, And as anybody who pays attention to Elon, uh, or who sometimes just can't help but pay attention to Elon knows, he he publicly insulted and basically fired a dude or uh, let a dude know that he was fired who uh, uh, suffers from a disability. (laughs) <laughs> and claimed that he was faking it uh, and claimed that he was like uh, a lazy do-nothing who did nothing but sit around all day on Twitter. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, who was also independently wealthy or whatever. So anyway, he insults this dude a bunch and, you know, says he wasn't working. Uh, and then it turns out that the dude uh, actually sold his uh, his invention to Twitter uh, and that the agreement was that he would take all of his payment in salary uh and that if he did get fired they had to pay him the rest of what he was owed for it which is basically like some people are saying around a hundred million dollars <laughs> and so uh elon had fired all the people who knew not to fire this dude so he fired this dude and did it all on twitter and then of course like when it got the dude was like hey man like i built this program and like uh he was wherever he's from like i I can't remember if it's like iceland or something like that he's from i believe some scandinavian country but wherever he's from he was named like one of the people of the year by several uh establishments because he chose to take his payment in salary which made him pay higher taxes to his government which he said was good for the country and for the people so uh, yeah, so it's just hilarious to me that Elon, and he, Elon, of course, got into a lot of trouble and had to, like, backtrack his statement, like, oh, I, I didn't know, people gave me bad information. Like, nah, man, you're just you're just a rude dick, and you were being a rude dick to this fucking guy because you think it's funny, and you were doing it for the likes and the retweets because you're a fucking attention whore dipshit, <laughs> and you got in fucking trouble for it. What a fucking idiot. And, of course, people are still claiming he's playing 12D chess. Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't think he knows how to play rock, paper, scissors at this point. Yeah. Too busy talking to Cat Turd, too. <laughs> so, yeah, Elon is a fucking idiot and fucked up in big, bold letters on Twitter, and it was hilarious. So, uh, that's the Elon diss. Okay, now, as far as Nancy Reagan disses, uh, I was uh, discussing with uh, my Hoosier brother there earlier. Uh, I had to go back and re-listen to our episodes to make sure that I'm not repeating Nancy disses. Because for Elon, he does something stupid uh, between every episode, and I will always have material. Thanks for that, Elon. Uh, But for Nancy, she's been dead for quite some time, so I have to dig up history and make sure that I'm not uh, repeating anything. Because I want to give you, our two to five listeners, the best uh, Nancy disses. Uh, so I have a list now. 
there it is, uh, to make sure that I do not repeat any. Uh, of course, uh, the first one was the War on Drugs fail. Uh, the second one was that Ron got Alzheimer's and didn't recognize her. On the third one, I mentioned quite a few, which was probably bad on my part. Uh, but uh, there was her opulence, uh, her uh, feelings towards the AIDS crisis, and her hypocrite, her hypocrisy towards... Uh, the gay community because she had gay friends, but then when she became like a famous politician, she shut them out. And also uh, her belief in the astrology of it all. So, uh, and then the fourth one, so yeah, I mentioned a few too many on that one. Uh, and then the fourth one was that uh, she would bother that Ron got the credit. Fifth one was that she was a regifter. And the sixth one was her affair with Sinatra, her alleged affair with Sinatra uh, for legal reasons, as reported in some other book. That is just me <laughs> repeating what some other book said for legal reasons. Uh, so, uh, the, today's, the seventh one, uh, will be that, uh, Nancy Reagan had beef with Barbara Bush for stupid fucking reasons because she was a cunt and even people within her own fucking party didn't like her. But, uh, man, if she had ever tried to start some shit with Barbara Bush, Barbara Bush would have been the type to fucking like take her in a back room where no one could see and fucking slap her around some. Like, (laughs) Like, I hate the Bushes too, but Barbara was fucking built to not take shit you know <laughs> it's very true she she was she was she was a stern woman <laughs> all right uh, so uh that'll do it uh so uh um, i i guess uh that'll do it for the episode um i think yeah yeah is there anything else that you oh no wait uh there is a couple things i wanted to uh say about the Halloween timeline, which I uh, talked about last week. Uh, it does go a couple uh, reboots because it's like Halloween, Halloween 2, and then there was Halloween 3, which doesn't count. And then Halloween 4, 5, and 6, uh, which one of which has Paul Rudd uh, in his one of his first major roles. And then, uh, then there was Halloween uh, H2O, which only takes place after Halloween 2. It ignores 4, 5, and 6. And then Halloween Resurrection as uh, a sequel to that. And then uh, they did Rob Zombie's Halloweens. uh, And then they did the newest Halloween trilogy, which only is a sequel to the first Halloween movie. So that's how many Halloween timelines there are. That's too many. That's too many. Way too fucking many. Uh, But... Okay. I have yeah. I have nothing else. Um, For all you out there, uh, please, you know, uh, if you enjoy enjoy our content, feel free to uh, like, subscribe, um, follow us, um, something akin to that. I think that's what major people say. Um, share as well, you mm-hmm. know, like tell a friend. Uh, word of mouth advertising is really the best way that we mm-hmm. can spread this sort of steez around. So if uh, get, get, get a knife and carve it into the face of your enemies. They could always do that as well. For legal reasons, we didn't tell you to do that. It did not. Uh, that that was uh, jokes. That was that was a joke. Ha, 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 ha. Very funny, yes. Thank but, you. you know. Humor joke. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Um... Uh, God is dead and we're hate fucking the corpse. Well, we really need to workshop that. I, <laughs> I know, I know, I'm trying, I'm trying. You're trying, but be gay, be gay, do crimes. <laughs>